ready, ready, set, set, show, show, show. What's up, bitches? It's DT. What's up, hoes? It's Letty. And welcome to episode 31. We're in the 30s now, Letty. Fuck, man. We're getting there. 30s, everybody. 30s, man. Glad to be back, guys. We hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. We're calling this episode Snakes in the Grass as we jump into this, uh, a topic that I'm sure is everywhere. Uh, you know, I'm sure most of you guys have heard it, so you'll kind of get the context of the title of the show. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's good to be back. We we hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. I, I kind of want to start off, uh, Letty, sending our thoughts and prayers out to you and your family. Guys, I'm going to kind of let Letty, uh, she had some unfortunate, tragic news. So, uh, Letty, if you want to discuss it, you can. If you don't. Uh, yeah, yesterday morning I got a call from my sister saying that my great papa had passed away, and it just hurts me more seeing my dad and my mammy down. Yeah, man. Because, I mean, I was close to them, but I wasn't as close as them. But, yeah, I mean, with Thanksgiving and that happening, it was pretty rough, but I was able to, you know, take Ruby over there, and my dad got to spend his Thanksgiving with all of his kids and his grandbabies, so we we did our best, and, you know, besides that happening, we had a pretty decent Thanksgiving. It's very unfortunate, you know, but as guys, you know, we, we share our lives with you on here, oh, yeah. you know, good and the bad, <coughs> ugly and whatever, but we're very sorry to hear that, Letty, and we, we uh, you know, we're all got you back. We're here for you. and Oh, yeah, I know y'all do. Thank you for soldiering on for the show. That's why Letty's co-host of the fucking year, <laughs> you know? Thanks, man. My my Thanksgiving went fairly good, Letty. We got a little little platter up here at the old local grocery store. Uh, shout out to Food Country; they're good people up there. And uh, it, it was a it was a good little platter. We kind of went over to uh, to my fiance's brother's house, and it was it was cool. It was a good time. It just seemed a little tense at first. I didn't know if something had happened before we got there, and I was like, "Damn, do they want me here?" I didn't know, but. It, it turned out it was it wasn't nothing like that. We had a good time and it was cool. I mean, usually we go to Darcy's parents, but uh, they unfortunately they were going to Gatlinburg this year. So yeah, all in all, it was a good Thanksgiving. After that, we went out into the, the Crack madness. Friday, as I'm 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 deeming it Black Friday. We kind of didn't go in the morning, but we went to Walmart. It really wasn't that bad wasn't the time bad. we went. Because I'm prepared to throw bows. I'm oh, yeah. like, I'm like, I'm preparing for the worst. I'm like, I'm gonna have to run oh, yeah, over. Yeah, I remember someone. that. I was like, don't get thrown in jail, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I actually ran into my aunt. Shout out to Aunt Joyce. Uh, she's a Cowboys fan, by the way. I mean, been a fan since I was a kid. Damn. Yeah, she's a diehard. Uh, Hell yeah. Yeah, I got to see her there. We did some shopping, got all that done. I mean, we got a few more presents to get, but. All in all, it turned out to be a great day, but, you know, when I heard that news for you, I kind of felt for you and hated to hear that, but... Hey, man, shit happens. Shit, we got to soldier on, man. We, we we lose the good ones, but we got to keep our head up and realize that we're a part of a podcast, lady. We're oh, a yeah, big we, deal. We are, man. In certain inner circles, we're not... <laughs> the inner circle is yeah. known. <laughs> well, but, uh, <laughs> guys, real quick, 
I uh, before we kind of had a little delay on uh, posting episode thirty. I wanted to apologize, but I'm sure everybody understands with the holidays. Oh yeah, and holidays, scheduling, work. You know, it was a, it was mainly the editing part of it because when we go do the podcast with Mo and Ben, <laughs> there's rambling like you wouldn't believe. But man, we don't. I mean, we don't get to see them that often. Well, you yeah. don't. I yeah. get to see them every fucking day at work, but. You don't get to see them that often, and I know you guys want to sit there and talk and shit. But. Yeah, it's it was cool, man. It's I great. mean, it turned out I I kind of left. I was like, I don't know about, but it actually turned out to be a good episode, and you know, we always advise you guys. But Letty, I have found a game that I like just as much as Fortnite now. Oh yeah. Yeah, as I told you before the show, guys, Madden nineteen. I'm oh, hooked. Yeah? It was going to be between that and 2K19, but I was like, you know what, dude? I love football. I haven't played Madden in years. I've seen some gameplay. I was like, dude, I want to play some fucking Madden, and I'm glad I chose. It's just cool to be playing it again. I was more of the college football type player than I was Madden. I always got my ass whipped, but, man, it's fun. They got this ultimate team thing where you can kind of build your team, getting good players, and, man, I'm telling you guys, anybody playing Madden 19 – Holler at me, add me, Sabotage Space Gaming. I got the S capitalized and Sabotage and the zero where the O is and then the G in gaming. Add me up on Xbox. Let's get it. Oh, hell yeah, man. All right, Letty, who you shouting out this week? Uh, my shout outs remain the same for the most part. Of course, shouting out Ruby, my beautiful daughter. She is uh, She's with her dad right now, and I hope she you know, had a good time because yesterday was her dad's birthday. I'm going to give a shout-out to my baby daddy. Happy birthday, Jeremy. Happy birthday, Jeremy. You know, that little goober. I mean, she she kept she kept the party alive on Thanksgiving. Watching her play with my younger half-siblings was a fucking blast. Oh, my God, it was hilarious. Got to give a shout-out. Friends and family listen to it. Jeremiah, thanks for blowing up Snapchat. I mean, Thank you, Jeremiah. One day, if you ever want to, man. You want to come on the show and talk some shit with us? I'm down. Yeah, as long we'll as, have him on. I mean, as long as Mammy's down, I'm down. Uh, I gotta give a little special shout out to Roger. This motherfucker. I mean, this dude, he's cool as shit, and I can tell he loves he loves his family. And this man, he went out and donated plasma to buy a fucking turkey for his family. I like, mean, that's 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 hardcore. That's dude. some fucking. You can tell this man loves his fucking family, because he came in he came into work uh, Monday or Tuesday, and he was like. I got to, he's like, I got a call from my, from my daughter. And I was like, oh yeah? I was like, how'd that go? He goes, they're coming in for Christmas. And he had the biggest fucking smile on his face. Makes you feel good. Like seeing him that happy, like brought my day up a little bit. I was like, fuck yeah, man. Cause he was like, I get to see my daughter and my grandbaby. I was like, shit, man. Donating plasma sucks. Dude. Like I'm telling you, that's, I give respect. Like, cause I'm one of them motherfuckers. I can't just sit there. Oh God, no. You know, with a needle in your fucking arm. But anyway. Yeah. Seeing, seeing the marks in his arms. I was like, fuck man. He was like, he was like, I'll do anything for my family. And you know, that's like, that's how more people need to be. Exactly. Uh, And I got to give a shout out to you listeners. I mean, without y'all, this, this podcast wouldn't be happening. Got to give a shout out for DT. I mean, greatest fucking dude to work with. Especially on this damn podcast. I mean, damn right. I mean, I could sit there and tell him, hey man, I'm in a shitty mood. You want to record tomorrow or the next day? And he'll be like, yeah, it's like you get in a good mood and we'll get this shit done. Damn right. Uh, that's all my shout-outs. Who you shout-out today, man? Uh, me, I got to thank my family. Uh, we kind of 
We had a little tension, me and my fiance, of the day after after Thanksgiving, but you know, or the day before Thanksgiving. But you know, after everything settled down and we kind of went went out Friday, it was just a good day. I got a shout out family; they make me happy. And you, you're in relationships, you get in arguments, but at the end of the day, we're down for each other. We we all love each other, and I love my family more than anything. Uh, got to thank Letty again. Shout out, shout out to her for soldiering on, coming on the show, being a great co-host, weathering through many storms, Letty. <laughs> many being sick, death in the family. She's here. She's ready to record, and I respect that. Uh, Thanks, We man. also got to thank Drama Bryant, our manager behind the scenes. Hell Drama, yeah. we haven't heard from her. Like I've told you guys the last few episodes, she's dealt with a lot. Oh, yeah. But I want to let you know, Letty, if you got a business that you're just starting up, a small business, you want your name out there. Let's say you, you already got a business. You're like, man, these cocksuckers just keep overcharging me. What, what do I do? What do I do? i tell you what you do. You head on over to socialpoint24.com and check out Drama Bryant. She has good packages, fair prices. You won't be disappointed. She has a blog where she will keep you in the loop with everything. And I'm telling you guys, you won't be disappointed because she works her ass off Monday through Saturday. Hell, she might even go into Sunday sometimes. I don't know. But she is a very hard worker and has done a lot to build her business. And we we give our stamp of approval 100%. Hell yeah. But if you want to talk with her further, head on over to her Gmail at socialpoint24mail at gmail.com. Be sure you throw in that mail there after 24. Let her know the Ready, Set, Show podcast sent you. And we would greatly appreciate it. And we always got to thank Drama, man. She, Drama B. We may not hear from her a little periods of time, but dude, she's working her ass off and and our condolences go out with drama. She deals with everything. And I gotta thank, I gotta thank Greenville Vapor. You know me and Letty, we love Greenville Vapor. Fuck yeah. They're a great group of guys. Adam, Richard, Jonathan, and just everybody there. Uh, I can't remember the other two guys' names that I usually see and the young lady that works in there, but we gotta shout them out. A great group of people. Oh, they yeah. really care about the vaping community. And got to thank Kellen Keller, the man that got the idea in my head to start this podcast. Always gave me the confidence I needed. And then one day it just clicked. And I always got to shout out Kellen, man. Good dude. I miss that dude. I need to holler at him. And last but not least, all you listeners, thank you guys so much. 500 downloads may not seem like a lot to a lot of people, but I, I said it last week. I'm going to say it again oh, yeah, for man. me and Letty. Thank you guys so yeah, much for the support. We appreciate it. All right, Letty, moving on to same bullshit, different day. Oh, man. Letty, Letty, spaghetti. We've got a lot <laughs> to talk about right here. Uh, this is pretty well going to dominate this whole segment. If you guys have been, unless you've been hiding under a rock, uh, I don't know if you know, we got some huge news that everybody from us podcasters, news outlets, the hell, just regular Joe on the fucking street is probably talking about this. Takashi 69 uh, who dominated the headlines since he arrived on the music scene and pretty much told everyone to suck his dick and test his gangster. Yeah. And he's the king of New York. Oh, yeah, and he made music, too, if, <laughs> if anybody remembers that. But, you know, his music has topped the billboards. You can't hate on the guy for that. True. But he said he feared two things on his uh, his interview, his second interview, Letty, on The Breakfast Club. He fears God and he fears the feds. 
Well, Jesus Wait, well, didn't come get no. him, but the fucking feds <laughs> did. <laughs> okay, the they feds did. picked him up. Uh, at first, it was it originally kind of thought because he where he fired his whole team, as we talked about yeah. last week. Shoddy and all these cats. Uh, he fired everybody. Said, "Oh, because he." I guess he found out they were stealing. I don't think we mentioned. Oh that shit! Last I week. didn't. I didn't get to read that part. Yeah, and I'm talking about like uh, there was an incident where he was supposed to get. He made three point six million, but they told him he only made three hundred thousand. Holy shit. Yeah, like that. Yeah, so, the, so, so they're still in a decent amount. Yeah, but and and it was said that, uh, you know, they were stealing, and I think he figured it out. Yeah. He even had booking agents saying that if he didn't play a venue, that he gave them his mother's address and said if he don't play, go do something to his mother. That's fucking low, man. Yeah, man. I mean, he, now, granted, with a grain of salt, this is yeah. what Takashi said. Yeah, saying. that's what he's saying, so. And... He gets arrested, I think, racketeering. There's a 17-page indictment. Uh, but, yeah, Letty, he uh, he fucked up here. He did and fuck up. Let me tell you something, guys. If you're in a gang, you're committing crimes, you're selling dope, just whatever it is, don't go on fucking social media. God, no. That should be, like, the last fucking place you want to be. You shouldn't even have a social media if you're yes. doing that shit. Exactly, because let me tell you what happened. If I'm a federal agent and I'm investigating Takashi Six Nine, dude, I'm just sitting back like, wow, this dude's making my fucking job easy. I'm gonna get the bust of the year all because he's retarded. I'm going to my boss like, should we? I mean, is this dude really this fucking dumb? I mean, should we arrest this <laughs> fucking idiot? I mean, I seen a video where he was talking about Chief Keef's brother putting thirty thousand out for somebody to kill him, and then two days later. His brother and Chief Keith get shot at. They were selling drugs. They, they got racketeering. They got drug. I don't think it's drug trafficking. It may be. I'm talking about anything from ecstasy to motherfucking weed, fentanyl, Jesus. everything. And they're trying to say that Takashi is the head. Because, you know, racketeering was made to get rid of the fucking Italian mafia. <laughs> okay? Yeah. yeah. Um I personally don't see, if you are in a gang and you're listening to Takashi 6ix9ine, like, think about it. You take your homeboys over to your leader's house, and this motherfucker got rainbow hair, rainbow teeth. I mean, are you going to be like, really, dude? This is who the fuck you're listening to? But I don't know. Maybe where this guy got big and he making all the money. They went to court. Uh, they had, I guess they were, it came to bail. They found Shit. out Shoddy, his manager. Yeah. Which I think we all thought Trey Way was shoddy. Trey Way is actually a, a, a part of the Bloods gang. They're yeah. called the Trey Way Nine Bloods. Yeah, I've, I've heard that. I've heard where, you know, like everybody is in that whole fucking group is basically a part of the Bloods. Yeah, exactly. And so Shoddy's the manager. He apparently had 60000 in his accounts. Takashi had $1.7 million. And they denied bail. They said, nope, no thank you. Fuck your money. And let me tell you something, when that happens, you gotta be nervous. Oh, yeah. When they don't want your fucking money, you, you know got, they're oh, coming yeah. for that ass. And let me tell you something, Takashi thought he did this shit, he's trying to say, oh, it's for my image, oh, it's for this, it's for that. You should have thought about that when you were saying it. When the feds come for you, you're done. They yeah. have a 95% conviction rate. Yeah, you're done, man. I mean, from what I've, from what I've read... 
He faces anywhere from 32 years to life in prison. Yes, I, I've heard 10 years to life. I've, you know, I, I watch a couple guys that they had they do these prison shows on. Yeah. Uh, you know, they've been to prison, kind of trying to help people reform and everything. Uh, guy 23 and one, shout out to him. And then you got Prison Talk, uh, Big Herc, uh, those guys. They all kind of think that he probably he will get a little time. He will. I think he'll snitch. I, that's just me personally. Yeah. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, though. Maybe you don't. But he was in a, a Brooklyn pr- uh, jail, and they just threw him in general population. This motherfucker mm-hmm. didn't get special needs. He doesn't need fucking special treatment. I mean, if you're out here running your mouth the way you are and you get caught, oh fucking well. But that kind of surprised me, because if you go over here and tell the guy he's got a hit out on him, you're, you're telling him that. Why would you throw him in general population in a jail where they True. say... That the inmates, there is a big escape, like pot, like guys yeah. that want to escape. There's a big, it's a pretty violent jail. They say. Damn. So my thing is, why? Well, why would you protect his life in one instance and then throw him in general population? But apparently he got moved, and they're saying that where he got moved is a location where people do end up snitching. And when it comes to the feds, the only way you're getting out of this, and and usually people still get ten, twenty years. Yeah. I mean, look at Frank Lucas, dude. He took down 60-some dirty cops and everything, and he still did 15 years. Yeah, he still did 15 years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, dude. And, uh, you know, that was a fucking, I mean, he took down a lot of people. So, I don't know. How much time do you think he'll do, lady? If you just had to guess. If I had to guess, I mean, I'm going to say 10 years probably just 10 years considering yeah. how much he could face up to yeah me and ben were talking about it earlier in the week whenever i just read it yeah he's he's thinking he ain't gonna get anything you know because money money talks but yeah. in this case i mean considering they took down the whole crew i'd say 10 years for takashi y- yeah i would say that if this wasn't the feds fuck yeah he'd, he'd get out of it uh but when it comes to the feds they yeah. denied your bail yeah. I don't think they're after money. Probably I think they not. want you off the street because, you know, they consider that, what is it, domestic terrorism pretty much because they said he was going around robbing rivals and the dumbasses. Like, if it's something over a backpack and these guys ended up with it, they go back, rob these motherfuckers. I don't know if they shot them, beat them up. And then they put it on fucking social media, the, the fucking same backpack. Jesus. Like, how fucking stupid can you be? Like... Is nobody in this gang, I mean, is nobody going, hey, dumbass, stop fucking yakking on fucking social media, dude? Oh, hell yeah. I mean, I mean, at least that's what I'd be saying. I'd be like, delete your fucking Facebook, your Twitter, your Insta, get rid of all that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Do I feel sorry for him? No. No. I, I think he brought this on himself, and and quite frankly, he's in a crazy way, and it's crazy to say this, the motherfucker's lucky the feds got him and not some fucking gang member. That shot him. Yeah, it killed him, yeah. Yeah, I mean, hell, there's been how many times he's almost been shot now? Yeah, and it, look here, back in September, they the feds raided him and got an AR-15. So this guy, he talked a lot of shit. He pissed a lot of people off, but... Even with all that, if he had just shut the fuck up and not put it out there, then yeah. then he who knows where he'd be. I mean, I'm not saying he would have got out of all this, but he he's his attorney is Lance Lazaro pro proposed Takashi be released if he paid the court seven hundred and fifty K, surrendered his passport, and remain on house arrest, suggesting that he wouldn't be a flight risk under those terms. 
Lazarus' request was shot down, but he plans to file an appeal with the judge during a bail hearing. To, I, I heard him offer everything he had, $1.7 million, and they said no. So Damn. that right there, it's a 17-page indictment. Um, his ex-manager shot. He's facing the same six counts. Uh, prosecutors say the acts of violence were intended to protect the gang's drug biz, retaliate against rival games, or promote non-trays rep on the streets. Damn, boy. I mean, this guy, you know, it started with Takashi. They're even trying to hit him back with stuff when he was 16 before he was big. You got the shit with that that girl that he, uh, you know, got supposedly raped or whatever, even though I think he he was just in the video, so that's why they associated him. But, you know, it's like I think it was Adam 22 from No Jumper was saying, Takashi's used to talking his way out of stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, like he did, like he thinks he did on that case with the girl. Yeah, and I think he is too. But I don't think he's talking. Only way he's talking his way out is, hey, this dude over here do, does this. This guy sells this. He could be snitching, and yep. then he's still gonna get hit with a sentence. I don't know. <clears throat> the moral of the story is, look, you know, you that life. This is where it's gonna lead. That, yeah. or we're gonna be reading that your you're obituary. Yeah, yeah, exactly, and. I'm telling you, you go on here and you put it all on public display, you're just making the Fed's job easy. Like, I'm sure they barely had to do a lot of work. Probably I mean, not. They, <laughs> look at what all they had. I yeah. mean, this guy, like, he's seen a TMZ reporter standing there and you're talking about putting a $30,000 hit out on somebody. Like, how fucking stupid. He, I don't know. And he, he's stupid. Yeah, and I quite frankly, I don't feel sorry for him. I think he brought it on himself. Oh, he did definitely. He did definitely bring it on himself. All right, Letty, what you got uh, left to add here? I'm done with I this mean, fucking <laughs> I mean, for him, I mean, it sucks for whoever. I mean, it sucks for him because we all know his cellmate going to, if he ain't dead within his first year of jail, he's going to be someone's bitch. Yep, exactly. Eat ye ramen fucking noodles. <laughs> That's what he ate on Thanksgiving. All right, guys, uh, let us know your take on it. If you've kept up with this story, let us let us know what you think. You think he's going to get time? You think he's going to snitch? I mean, what do you think about all this? You think he's really the leader of the, the nine trade bloods? Give us your take, man. We want to hear it. Oh, yeah, definitely. Highlighted band or artist of the week. Who are you listening to this week? This week I've been listening to a, a good amount of A Day to Remember. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, they're, really, they're really nostalgic for me, especially back in high school, because that's when they were starting to get really big. And uh, it's one of Kristen's favorite bands, like, hands down. She loves them to death. A little bit about them. They're an American rock band from Ocala, Florida, founded in the spring of 2003 by guitarist Tom Denny and drummer Bobby Scruggs. Hey, look, finally some names I can pronounce. Right. They are known for their unusual alimigation of metalcore and pop punk. The band currently consists of vocalist Jeremy McKinnon, rhythm guitarist Neil Westfall, bassist Joshua Woodard, percussionist and drummer Alex Shellnut, and lead guitarist Kevin Scaff. Um, if you like screams in your music, definitely check them out. Uh, Jeremy and... I'm pretty sure there's one of the guitarists, at least in the older ones, that did the screams. They're amazing, always have been, and Jeremy's got a great voice. Three songs for y'all to check out. 
the first one that I got for you. You be ta- you'll be Tails, I'll be Sonic. This song has to be my favorite song by them. It just always has been from the time I've listened to it. Because as soon as it starts, I mean, you just get immediately pumped up. Because the first, the first line in it is, I'm a mess. And that's the best way to describe it. And I'm just like, I feel them. I feel them lyrics. The second song I got for you is All Signs Point to Lauderdale. And the more I listen to it, the more it relates to how I feel about this damn town I live in. Because right. the beginning lyrics to it is, I hate this town, it's so washed up, and all my friends don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I feel on a day-to-day basis What about this fucking town that I live in. Preach. Oh man, I relate to it so much. The last song I got for you is the very first song I ever listened to by them, and it's, I'm made of wax, Larry, what are you made of? And again, it's a good high-energy song, you listen to it. Cool song titles. Dude, the song titles are amazing because for some reason in the early 2010s from like 20 from like 2010 to like 2014 my whole damn high school uh, years for some fucking reason all the bands I listened to had these crazy fucking titles that had nothing to do with the damn song itself. I don't even think you hear this shit at all in it. Hell yeah. But uh, that's a day to remember. Three songs to really check out. It's a bunch of their older shit. If you want some heavier stuff, I just advise listening to their last album that just came out a couple years ago. Uh, they got like paranoia and shit like that on it. It's really heavy and it's really good. Hell yeah. Do you see who you listening to this week? Me, I'm gonna go back to my old school roots as I usually do. Uh, Head PE, which I'm pretty sure Head PE is still kicking. Uh, they ended up getting on Suburban Noise, but Hell yeah. Head PE originally stood for Head planetary evolution and i didn't know that oh damn i didn't either uh yeah they are an american rock band from huntington (laughs) beach california formed in 1994 the band is known for its electric genre crossing style predominantly in the fusion of gangster rap and punk rock as it has termed g-punk which you remember we talked g-funk oh yeah we talked now we got that was cool but also for its reggae-fused music, which that's what I, I love, oh, reggae yeah. mixed with hard rock. Oh, yeah, it sounds the, amazing. The band's cross-genre mix of styles has been cited by journalists as having a considerable impact on rap rock and new metal. Let me go ahead and read you the, the members here. We got Jared Gnomes, MCUD. They got Jeremiah Stratton. They call him Trauma. Kurt Blankenship, which is Kid Bass. And DJ Blackard. And I think DJ Blackard actually does back vocals. But the three songs I got, uh, you got to go with the classic. A bartender, hit me with another. I think I'm about to have to kill this brother. I love that bartender, dude. Great song. And then this is one they used to kind of joke about was their radio hit, Blackout. But I love that song. Uh, This is kind of one of their, uh, it's older, but one of their more newer ones, Renegade. I fucking love that song. Renegade is an amazing song. Yeah. I'm a renegade. I love that. But uh, that's a great song. But guys, those are the three songs. Definitely check out Head PE if you haven't already. They are just kind of one of those bands I felt like. They, yeah, they were out there, but they also kind of flew under the radar to a lot of people. I feel like they could have been bigger now. I know they, they did switch labels. They ended up going to Suburban Noise. They left Jive Records. And they when they went over to Suburban Noise, they kind of went more underground. Yeah. But Suburban Noise, which Cottonmouth Kings, oh, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of great bands on Suburban Noise and artists. 
but definitely check out a day to remember and head planet earth i'm telling you guys two great bands you won't regret they're probably more underground but oh, yeah. hey hell yeah oh, i love yeah. it check them out especially renegade by head pe that was the, that's the first song we ever heard by them yeah oh god it was amazing when i first heard it i listened to it like four times in a row all right letty on to dumbass of the week dumbass uh, I'll just go ahead and start this one. You know me. I like to start off with hitting these dumbasses. Get it, uh, man. I mean, I think we got to keep it rolling for me, Takashi 6 9 <laughs> Like, I just can't believe somebody is this stupid. I know, right? <laughs> but in the same token, is this famous? Like, how the fuck is somebody this dumb, this famous? And I just don't understand so many people gangbang and stuff because it's all they know it's a life yeah. that they feel like they have to turn to that to support their family or to you know make it whatever and then yeah maybe there's some people that just like doing it but i just don't understand why you would want to bring that with you and bring those people around you i mean what do you think these guys are going to go over here and be honest around oh, you fuck no no they're going to try to get the money and now that he's locked up, they don't give a fuck about him. I mean, maybe he's got a few hardcore followers, but for me, I just don't understand how somebody talking this hard, I don't care that he's 22. I don't get how, I don't care how, age, whatever, how you could be this stupid yeah. to put shit out there like that. I mean, I read him and Trippy Red Beef, that was fake. They manufactured <laughs> that behind the scenes. It's just all this stuff, and then you're going on here bragging about shootings. I mean, yeah. it's one thing you go on there and flex about money, whatever. But to me, it, it's just really stupid. And then he did all this shit for, as he stated, his image, quote unquote. Well, look where your image got you. you in know, prison. Yeah, it got you in prison. And welcome, Daniel Hernandez, <laughs> a.k.a. Takashi69. Daniel Hernandez. You're my dumbass of the week. Letty. All right. For my dumbass, or I could say dumbasses, honestly. It's, yeah. it's going to get a little personal, and it has to go back to what happened to me on Thanksgiving. Well, my my mammy, she wasn't in town whenever my papa passed. She went to Virginia with her boyfriend so they could go see some of his family, who's basically, you know, they're really sick, so they had to do the traveling and go up there. Well, I got a, I got a call yesterday from them, and... It has the deal with the funeral that I gotta go to tomorrow. And apparently, instead of doing it exactly the way it was supposed to be done, it's supposed to have been done exactly how my mamaw's was whenever she passed away four years ago. And we supposed to, you know, have the visitation with an open casket and then after everybody left, come back, do do the service and, you know, put my papa on the ground. Well, it's not happening like that, according to my fucking great aunts. Mm. Uh, they're gonna do a closed casket graveside service and that's all he's getting. And half my family's fucking pissed. Everybody I called was pissed. Um, of course, whenever they told my dad, I could see the hurt in his eyes, which he wasn't going to go walk, look at, go to the casket. He was just going to go pay his respects and all that. Yeah. But in the, then there's the fact that my mammy doesn't even get to see her dad one last time before they lower him to the ground. And those are two people you don't fuck with in my life, is my dad and my mammy, because I would, I would kill for them, because yeah. they've been there for me since day one. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so for that, the fact that they went against everything that they had agreed on literally four years ago, my aunts, I don't know which one it fucking was, so I'm just going to call them both. Dumbass. Of the week. I mean, can nobody, like, step in and say, hey, no, we want it like this, or are they over uh, they, Well, from what I heard, my mammy is supposed to have been over it. I don't know if that changed within the four years or what, but, yeah, the, she might get to see them. 
we might get to talk one of the pallbearers into letting us see them one yeah. more time before everybody gets there. Because I have a bottle of rock and rye I got to give him before they lower into the ground. All right. Yeah, you, yeah, oh, you yeah. definitely got to do that. All right, guys, moving right <laughs> along to <laughs> Sports, Sports Junk. Sports, 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 Sports. Hell yeah. Letty, it is here. Uh, I don't want to say this is the final week because I think there's a few more teams that play next week. But this is rivalry week. Rivalry week. This is when the the meat meets the metal or whatever they say. <laughs> this is where the big deal, real deal, holy feel. A lot of other metaphors that I'll fuck up, I'm sure. <laughs> but, guys, we got week 13 in college football. Um, a lot of these games, because we're recording on Saturday this week. You guys know we usually do around Sunday or usually Sunday, but sometimes Monday. So, we're just kind of going to, you know – talk about the games going on uh you know some of them will be obvious who's going to win some if they're close like my team's game right now uh you know we'll kind of give uh, who we think will win and those that aren't playing we'll just kind of give our picks letty will of course do week 12 of the nfl at which you know she will discuss the thanksgiving games yep. And we'll just kind of give our picks, guys. But we're going to start with a game that is huge for my Florida State Seminoles. We're playing our rival, those dirty pieces of shit. <laughs> Down in Florida, the Florida Gators are coming into our house. Currently, the third quarter has just started. We are down 13-7, to which, close game. Yeah. I think we pull this one out, Letty. Yeah. I think we can pull it out. I hope yous do. Yeah, you've had a you've, you've had a rough season <laughs> a with rough your teams, year. man. I, you you need some positivity in your life. <laughs> yeah, dude. I mean, it's been a bad year uh, all the way around for me. But to me, look, I do want to keep the streak going, guys. We've had thirty six or thirty seven seasons where we went to a bowl game every year, and I know a lot of people be like, "Oh, you're a fucking asshole for saying that." But if we lose, which if we do lose, which I don't think we will. It wouldn't be that bad as bad a year as this was that we go yeah. back to the drawing board, start early on recruiting, and just start getting things rebuilt for next year. But let me say first and foremost, I do want to go to a fucking bowl. Oh, yeah. You can't break the streak. Again, that score, uh, Florida's ranked 11th. It's 13-7, to 7, and we are the third quarter has just started. Uh, on to Georgia, unranked Georgia Tech taking on number five Georgia. This is always a huge rivalry game that Georgia is beating the shit out of them, <laughs> 45 to 7. Jesus. Yeah, we got a close game here. Number 20 Syracuse taking on unranked Boston College, and that is 28-21 in the third quarter. Uh, Letty, I think Syracuse pulls yeah, that one out. Yeah, I'd say Syracuse is going to pull it out. And, Letty, are you ready I'm ready. For the Ohio State. Oh, man. Michigan. Oh, man. How's that going? Oh, my God. This is a game, a rivalry game. You guys are up in the second quarter. It is 24 to 19. Damn. Oh, Ohio man. Ohio State is 10th. Michigan's 4th. And, Letty, I, if you guys continue to play like this, you guys got it in the bag. But I, I got to be honest. I thought Michigan could maybe pull this out, but I didn't. I mean, you guys are obviously playing lights out right now. I think you guys could probably pull that win. Oh, yeah, we, sh we better get this. Damn yeah. it, Mo, I had to go with your fucking teams. Yeah, but <laughs> no, but on the real, Michigan's yeah. got a hell of a team, and they're ranked number four. If they lose, they're out of that playoff. Damn. So this is a big game. They're going to be ready to play that oh, yeah. second half. Oh, yeah. All right, we got uh, number one Alabama playing Auburn. Wow, they actually are playing a named opponent here. Oh, shit. Uh, 
I obviously Alabama. Alabama. I mean, do we even need to yeah. really? Auburn's had a rough year, man. They've kind of played terrible this year. All right, we got a three thirty game. Uh, number twelve, Penn State taking on Maryland. Penn State. Penn State. Yeah. Another three thirty game. We got number nineteen, Northwestern taking on Illinois. I, I'll, I'm going to pick Northwestern. Northwestern. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, now we got number 24, Pittsburgh, taking on those cocksuckers at Miami, the Hurricanes. <laughs> uh, I'm going with Pittsburgh. Yeah. Yeah, they've been playing a lot better. Oh, yeah. We got a 7 o'clock game, unranked South Carolina, taking on number two, Clemson. That's a rivalry oh, yeah. game, but Clemson. Clemson. Yeah, I mean, dude, they're just destroying people. They have been. We got another uh, you know, rivalry game in uh, Kentucky. We got a 7 o'clock game, number 15, Kentucky, taking on unranked Louisville. And I think Kentucky gets them this year. I do. Oh, yeah. I do. I think uh, usually that those, that rivalry kind of goes back and forth, I'm pretty sure. But I think Louisville's kind of got them the last few years, but I could be wrong. But who, who's playing at home? They're at Louisville. Oh, they're at Louisville? Well, yeah. you know, they, Louisville might take it. They got uh, the home advantage. Yeah, I don't know. Louisville's – they're – I mean, they're two and nine. Never mind, JK. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they, they haven't played that. I mean, we beat them for oh, God's oh, sake. Oh yeah, that is right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. never mind. Take that back. Scratch that. All right. <laughs> you could have said no, Daniel. Y'all are doing <laughs> fine. All right. Uh, we got another seven o'clock game on right. Kansas State taking on number twenty-five Iowa State, which Iowa State their record may not show it, Letty, but they've played they've good playing this good. year. Yeah, I gotta go. Uh, unfortunately, though, I gotta say Kansas State gets this one. Who you got? Uh, you know what? Let, let's have some faith in some people. Give me the shit. Iowa State? Yeah, well, yeah. they're, yeah. I mean, they're probably picked to win, but. All right, we got Drama's team, number seven LSU, playing at 730 against Texas A&M and LSU because fuck Jimbo and everybody <laughs> at Texas A&M. Go Drama's team. Yeah. LSU's got this. Hell yeah. All right, then we're getting into the 8 o'clock games. We got number three, Notre Dame, taking on USC. This is a huge rivalry game. And though USC in rank, they usually do play them tough. When it comes to a rivalry game, you kind of got harder. Yeah, you got to throw rankings out of it. Oh, yeah. I think Notre Dame gets it. Oh, yeah, I'm thinking Notre Dame, too. I think a lot of people are hoping Notre Dame loses, though, because. <laughs> They won in that playoff. But, all right, we got a 10 o'clock game. Underranked BYU taking on number 17, Utah. 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 Yeah. 10-15 game. We got number 21, Utah State, taking on number 23, Boise State. And I'm going to go Boise State. Yeah, I was thinking Boise State. Yeah, they've been playing great. All right, we got some finals from Thursday. We got some Thanksgiving college games. That's what's up. That's what's up. Hell we got yeah. number 18, Mississippi State beats unranked Ole Miss 35-3. to Damn. Yeah, we got a Friday game. Number six, Oklahoma beats number 13, West Virginia 59-56. to And once again, Damn. no defense was on the field. No, it wasn't. Uh, we got another great Friday night game. How the fuck did I miss these? Uh, number 16, Washington, took on number 8, Washington State, and Washington beats Washington State. Wow. Rivalry game. Ooh. I thought Washington State was going to actually go. I mean, they'll get a good bowl still. Yeah. We got number nine UCF. It keeps they keep winning, man. They beat unranked South Florida, thirty-eight to ten. South Florida had a good team. Last but not least, we got number fourteen Texas beat unranked Kansas twenty-four to seventeen. So we got probably one more week of some little odd and end yeah. games, and then Letty, it's going to be conference championships. Conference. 
and then we're on we're going bowling after that bowl season will be here yeah all right letty what happened in week 12 week 12 of the nfl and we'll go over the thanksgiving games we had the bears versus the lions bears beat the lions 23 to 16 had the cowboys facing the redskins and the cowboys beat them 31 to 23 i checked out the highlights uh there was there was a one they picked off the ball a couple times some really good passing was going on hell yeah some good defense i mean it was just an overall good game from what i got to see uh they had the falcons versus the saints and the saints beat them uh 31 to 17 hell yeah saints are on fire oh they are i look at that they're 10 and one dude oh i know right wow all right we got here's the games we got for tomorrow we got the giants versus the eagles I, I got I got to go Eagles. I, I got to go Eagles. I can't go Giants. Yeah. Oh man, that's one team I can't go. Yeah. Uh, we got Jaguars versus the Bills. I want to go Jaguars. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely Jaguars. They're on fire. Too. And we got Seahawks versus the Panthers. Shit. Uh, I'm, I'm saying Seahawks. I think Seahawks will take it. I, I'm gonna go Panthers on that one. By the way, the Jaguars are not on fire. They're three and seven. <laughs> I, I was thinking of another team. Shit. We got uh, Raiders versus Ravens. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to the Raiders. We yeah, got this DT. I, I'm gonna roll the dice here, baby. Let's go Raiders. Go Raiders. We, we got this. We got 49ers versus the Buccaneers. I gotta go Buccaneers. Buccaneers. Yeah. Yep, Buccaneers. Browns versus the Bengals. I'm gonna Mo, go Bengals. Yeah, Mo, we got you back, Bengals. Patriots versus the Jets. Patriots. Patriots. I don't know. They did get beat by Tennessee. Yeah, they did. But <laughs> Tennessee's, I'm telling you, ladies, they're they, playing they've had lights a out. One. Yeah. Cardinals versus the Chargers. I'm going Chargers. I, I, I see the Cardinals get them. I got to go Cardinals on that one. Okay, we got uh, Steelers versus the Broncos. I'm going to go Steelers. I'm going to go Broncos. Uh, Dolphins versus the Colts. Uh, I think um, Dolphins. Dolphins. Yeah, I'm going to say Dolphins. Okay, we got the Packers versus the Vikings. Packers. Packers, yeah. And then we got the Titans versus the Texans. Titans. Titans. Yeah, oh, they're, yeah. they're just on fire. And that's it for NFL. Yeah, the Rams and Chiefs had a bye week. Oh, yeah. And by the way, those two played last week. We didn't get to talk about this. That fucking game was insane. Oh, it ended shit. up win. I think the, the Rams ended up winning 54 to 51, and they're saying Damn. that's game of the year. Holy shit. Yeah, man, we, we missed that. But that's it, guys, for Sports Junkies this week. Let us know how your college team fared if they played this week, and also your NFL team, who you guys are picking. Let us, you know, we'll kind of next week maybe go over the results or I'll post them on Facebook or something like that. But let us know how your team fared and who they're playing this week. We'd like to know. Oh, yeah, let us know. All right, Letty, moving on to story time. We got another ritual, creepy pasta. Me and Letty love them. Oh, they're great. They're our favorite. They're just so damn interesting. And as a disclaimer, we are not telling you to do this. Don't fucking do them. If you do them and you get hurt, that's your stupidity. Yeah, and and it, let me tell you, this story we're going to read, and I want to read you this. It, this story, the story we're going to read is called the Midnight Game. This is an old pagan ritual used as a punishment for those who have broken the laws of the pagan religion in question. It was mainly used as a scare tactic to not not to disobey the gods. There is still a very real chance of death and even higher chance of permanent mental scarring to those who play the midnight game. It is highly recommended that you do not, I repeat, do not play the midnight game. Guys, keep in mind... We just like these stories. We don't go play these motherfuckers. No, God, we don't no. condone that in any way. So I if mean, you 
there is there is a, a a video game based off of this creepy pasta. So yeah. if you want to go play it, it, I'm pretty sure it's free. It's just a indie computer game. Just yeah. go look it up and go get you a jump scare on. Yeah. But yeah, he just read the first. That was just the first paragraph. Yeah. Don't fucking do it. Don't yes. be stupid. All right, we will continue. And guys, again, this one's called the Midnight, the Midnight Game. Night. The game is played by inviting an entity known as the Midnight Man inside your home. The goal of the game is to avoid meeting the Midnight Man in the dark. Continuous movement makes it difficult for him to find you, and you should stop moving. He will catch you. <laughs> Accounts vary as to what exactly will happen. Should the Midnight Man catch you, but the top claims are as follows. The Midnight Man will induce a hallucination of your worst fear until the end of the game. Oh, shit. The Midnight Man will remove your organs one by one, ripping them from your body. Death will soon follow. Do not begin the game unless you are sure you can finish it. There are no known methods to abort the game. At 3.33 a.m., the Midnight Man will leave your home, and then you may safely end the game. How to play. Players at least one you will need as follows one candle per player lighter or book of matches one sheet of paper per player a writing tool pen or needle one wooden door that can be opened and closed and salt all right the instructions the invitation number one prior to midnight every player must write their full name first middle and last on a sheet of paper each player should prick his or her finger with a pen or needle and squeeze until a drop of blood appears. Let a drop of blood touch their sheet of paper and allow it to soak in. 3. Turn off every light in the home or structure in which you are playing the game. 4. Every player should place their sheet of paper with their name and blood on it in front of the wooden door. Light a candle for each player and place it on top of their sheet of paper. Next, you're going to close the door. Every player must then knock on the door 22 times. The final knock must occur precisely when the clock chimes 12 a.m. So not only is it a specific number, open the door and blow out the candles and immediately relight each candle. You have just invited the Midnight Man in. The game can now begin. Keeping your candle in hand and salt, matches or lighter nearby, begin to move about. Do not stop moving until 3.30 a.m. If at any time your candle goes out, you have 10 seconds to relight it. If you are successful, continue moving about. If you are unsuccessful in relighting your candle, immediately surround yourself in a circle of salt. Remain inside the circle until 3.30 a.m. A few notes for the gameplay. Do not turn on any lights during the game. Do not use a flashlight during the game. Do not go to sleep during the game. Do not use a lighter instead of a candle during the game. Do not use another person's blood rather than your own during the game. Do not attempt to leave your home during the game, and do not attempt to provoke the Midnight Man during the game. And most importantly, do not assume that the Midnight Man has left your home for good at the conclusion of the game. Ending the game. At 3.30 a.m., you can stop moving, or exit the Circle of Salt. You may now turn on the lights, you have survived, and the game is now over. Wow. I mean, that's crazy, <laughs> dude. Short and sweet, but don't fucking do it. I mean, Holy who, shit. I just want to know who would do, like, what excitement or, I don't know if it's just curiosity, or, or where the hell did they even come up with this shit? Well, I mean, shit? curiosity killed the cat, man. Well, I mean, the, the midnight <laughs> man will get your ass, too. I mean, I don't know, guys. Let us know what you think of that story. And again, if you guys got a crazy story, it don't got to be paranormal. It could be whatever, ritual creepypasta, a regular creepypasta, 
uh, three horror stories from... Ma- Hell, you got Car- your own story, yeah. horror story. Let us know. Yeah, we'll, exactly. I mean, we love this shit, and that's why we do this. Yeah, exactly. We just do it for the pure love of the stories. We would never do this. Fuck oh, you. fuck no. I could not go through oh, this. Hell no. Having to walk around your house from like 12 o'clock to fucking 3.33. Like, I have a tiny ass house. Yeah. You have to walk around for three hours and 33 minutes. Fuck that shit. I got shit to do. I'm old. I'm in bed that time. (laughs) What the fuck? Midnight, man, my ass. Midnight, come back at fucking six in the morning, motherfucker. (laughs) All right, guys. Moving on to... Welcome to Thunderdome, bitch. All right, guys. Today, we have a very different kind of battle. One that I'm very shocked we haven't done before. But we got a battle today, guys. It's a streaming service showdown of the top two. Well, hell, let's be honest, the only two good yeah. movie streaming services out there. Today we have facing off Netflix versus Hulu. This one is going to be interesting and fun to do because we both use, you know, both of these oh, services. Yeah. We both like them. Uh, so today in the arena, we will have some categories such as price, overall content, and a few other categories that we'll kind of talk about. We're going to find out which one is truly better and then talk about which one we like the best. So, Letty, are you ready? Oh, I'm ready. Letty Spaghetti. <laughs> now let the battle commence. All right, Letty, you know how we do. We haven't done this in a while, so I'm kind of excited to oh, do man, it. Oh, man, it's time for the good guessing game that I'm normally good at. <laughs> yeah, Letty is the she is the queen of this shit. She can guess these motherfuckers, like, left and right. Yeah, she might get an occasional one wrong, but... You know, it's hard to remember a time before streaming video services were everywhere. <clears throat> it's almost impossible to pick up a device, a screen that doesn't support them, especially the big two, Netflix and Hulu. Oh, yeah. Netflix got started in 1997. Hulu got started in 2008. You know, let's be honest, Letty. These two dominate the market right now. Oh, yeah, they do. Uh, Hulu is available in the U.S. They've got 20 million subscribers. And let's see, uh, Netflix has 125 million. Oh, yeah. Uh, But we got some categories here. All right, Letty, we are going to start with price. Price? I'm going to have to give the price to Netflix. Because if I'm not mistaken, they have like different packages, and I don't think Hulu does. You would be correct. Hell yeah. Uh, Hulu uh, used to have a free tier with limited shows and advertising, but killed it in 2016. Now the price is a flat $7.99 per month for its base content. Hulu used to call this tier Hulu Plus. It's now just Hulu. Yeah. The biggest problem with that base tier is it, it still shows commercials. I, I, I think that's a problem yeah. with Hulu. But Netflix pricing is a little more complicated. With Netflix, you pay to see see it on one screen in standard edition. That's seven ninety nine. You got two screens for ten ninety nine and you know, it kinda goes up yeah. there. I think I pay eleven ninety nine. Yeah, I got the I got the four screen package for Netflix. Yeah. I think you can go up. It says to a thirteen ninety nine, which is what is it? Four yeah, screens. Yeah, it should be the four screen one. Yeah, the Netflix one's out. All right. Next, we got overall content selection. Overall content selection. Oh man, part of me is saying Netflix, but I also want to say Hulu because Hulu's got Rick and Morty, and let's be honest, it's the only reason people get Hulu most of the time. So you're kind of saying a tie. I'm saying a tie, but if I had to give the edge, the edge is going to go to Netflix. Well, it's a tie. It's a tie? Hell yeah. Netflix used to be all about the movies going back to its days as a DVD rental service only. A lot of muck is made about the ever-changing state of the Netflix movie catalog. Oh yeah, they got some pretty shitty movies on there. 
Hulu, you would think, would be a little better position since it's essentially owned by three TV networks, but the individual shows carried by Hulu are not always owned by those networks. Yeah. So, All right, add-ons. Add-ons? Oh, man. Uh, I'm going to give it to Hulu because I think you can get HBO with that. You are correct. Add-ons. Hell, yeah. Yes. Hulu now offers three add-on channels, HBO, Cinemax, and Showtime. Fuck, uh, yeah. I don't think you can add any. No, I don't, yeah, yeah, you they can't don't add to Netflix. Exclusives and originals. Netflix. And you would be correct. <laughs> yeah. You are on fire. I told you, man. Yeah, You're good man. Hulu has some exclusive shows that are uh, cultural phenomena. Seinfeld and South Park is an example as well. Has exclusivity on many current network and cable-only shows like past seasons of Rick and Morty yes. and Fargo. Netflix has a lot of exclusives. Sure, it paid a lot to own 83 Hours of Friends and reintroduced it oh, to yeah. a whole new generation. Genius. Yes, that was genius. But what it offers in the way of the originals is on another level. It is spending up to $8 billion, with a B, billion Damn. on original content for 2018 alone. Damn. Well, yeah. Wow. Yeah, because, I mean, Netflix has, like, Orange is the New Black, House yes. of Cards. Yeah, I, I I mean, I just, we'll talk about that in a minute. Device support. Device support? I'm going to give it, I'm going to say Netflix. It's a tie. It's a tie? Yeah, okay. Yeah. The Wikipedia page that lists Netflix compatible devices is ridiculously long, covering set-top boxes, streaming media hubs, gaming consoles, handheld devices, and uh, OSs, smart TVs, desktop OSs, and Blu-ray players. Hulu has a pretty thorough list of its own supported devices split by those that support the new Hulu interface that came along to help support live TV. Oh, yeah. Or the classic version. Interface. Interface. I'm going to go with a tie. Nope, Netflix it. takes it. Hell, <laughs> You're fucking up, lady. Oh, man, I got one. Shit. Netflix tries to make its interface as it as it's uniform across platforms as possible. True. The differences between what it offers on desktop versus Xbox One versus iPhone are honestly negligible. Yeah. It's a lot of scrolling up and down to see different categories. Yeah. Then, you know, on the flip side, uh, Hulu's watch list should be the same as my list. Click the plus sign on any movie or show to add it to the watch list. Enhance with the smarts to show you new episodes of shows that as they come available the day after yeah. airing yeah i got you and the winner is letty overall who do you think won overall i'm, I'm gonna give it to netflix but if something's telling me it might be a tie well thanks we'll to some ties netflix is the winner Hell in yeah. five out of the six categories hulu could only win three with the ties Naturally, this is a very subjective. There are plenty of people who would be happy with Hulu alone, especially if you're willing to pay for the live TV services that replace your cable set top box entirely. True. But for now, it's Netflix. It's a Netflix world. All the other services are just streaming in it. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, Netflix and chill, yo. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I mean... I personally use Netflix every day. I don't oh, yeah. have cable. I, I don't want to have cable. I love Netflix. <clears throat> I never find myself like, ah, oh, I mean, sometimes you may have to scroll because you've watched yeah, a lot cause, of Yeah, because you've watched, you've sat there, you've been binge-watched everything. Yeah. So. I do think if, if you're wanting a more cable-esque type service, you Hulu. would probably go Hulu. Hulu. But I like Netflix. I do wish, like, Let's say like a Tuesday and a Friday, they would bring more new stuff, newer oh, stuff. Yeah. They just kind of do it once a week, and 
and or even something pop up like hey here's what's new yeah you know what i mean i i wish they would do something like that but hey because sometimes you just kind of got to flip oh that's new it's like oh shit look yeah. at that and add it to your list but you know hey i use it every day i pay for it every month that's what i like what about you lady me um I, I use both of them, uh, but I use I use Netflix a whole lot more, especially here lately. Whenever I'm at work, especially yeah. when I'm on like my two easy stations, I've you know been checking out Netflix a lot more. They got a lot more stuff that I watch. Um, yeah. Couple shows, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh yeah, oh that, god, I've been is, checking that one out, dude. That that is if y'all haven't watched it, I highly recommend it. It's amazing, uh, especially if you love paranormal. I've been catching up on my Shameless. Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, I got Narcos Mexico, Narcos. baby. I seen that. Let's oh, man. go. And then you know on Hulu, the two show. Well, now it's four main shows that I watch on there. Uh, Rick and Morty, of course. Yeah. Everybody loves Rick and Morty. Uh, Vikings. Ben got me in Mo and the Vikings. I'm way behind, but it's a really good show. If you like Game of Thrones top shit, check out Vikings. And then. You know, they got South Park and Family Guy on Hulu. They took Family Guy off fucking Netflix, and that pissed me off so much. Yeah, come on, Netflix. You're fucking up. But, I mean, I, I use them both equally, but Netflix gets the edge because they got more shows that I watch. Yeah. Guys, let us know which one you would choose. Uh, hell, if you use both, if you think Hulu's better, like I said, we always want to hear the other side of the argument, the other side of which one we choose. We... I really like this segment because I like pitting. I, I've oh, always, yeah. I always like the "Hey, which do you like better?" questions. It's always been a favorite of mine. Oh yeah, and you get to find out different perspectives from different different people. Is there any more streaming services we completely forgot yeah, about? Yeah, you Let got Crackle. Know. It's free, but uh, it's annoying. Oh I'm, God, Crackle got so annoying on Xbox yeah. 360. Yeah, it did. I mean, if you if you just broke as fuck and want some good free movies, they are yeah, decent. Yeah, they for got that. decent yeah. movies on it. All right, Letty, it's time for that favorite that favorite segment. Oh, hell yeah. That, uh, that segment we all love, that time of the show where we get it off our chest. It's time. You ready, Letty? Oh, I'm ready. It has been one of them motherfucking days. I tell y'all, it has been one of them motherfucking days. Guys, today's rant is about keeping your friends close, but your enemies closer. Due to the Takashi 6 9 drama and how those around him played a huge role in him being indicted by the feds and facing a lot of prison time and just doing a lot of the dumb shit that he did, we decided to rant about how those around you and you choose to associate with is very important in your life and how it can reflect on you in many ways that we're going to discuss. We're going to break down our own situation, give give examples of how those around us have affected us in the past and, hell, maybe even now. Letty, are you ready? Oh, I'm fucking ready, man. Let's have a rant. Let's fucking rant. All right, uh, so obviously a lot of this, a lot of him going down, play uh, were those people around him. Clearly they were using him. And oh, he, yeah. He was a puppet. Let's be he honest. was. He was a fucking puppet. He was a, he, they saw... He hit that stride. I don't know if they maybe seen he was going to be bigger or not, but they seen him making that money. And yep. like, you know, they their mouths started watering. Like, yeah, we're going to fuck this fuck motherfucker Fuck yeah, he's, he's bringing in the bank. We're just going to, you know, be fucking snakes. And you know they probably got him out there like, hey, talk all this shit, man. And, you know, that'd be funny, hilarious. And then what happens when he does that? He's going to need people to protect him. Oh, yeah, definitely, because he ain't going to go out there and fucking take care of his own shit. Yeah. Like, Have you seen him? Yeah, and I mean... Yeah, exactly. And let's be honest, the shit he was talking, I mean, if people could get their fucking hands on him, dude. Oh, yeah. 
exactly. But I feel like, you know, like even with addiction, you know, they say the first step is, is admitting you've got a problem. I agree. But let me tell you, in my own experiences, it's those people. you got to cut ties with those people around you. That oh, yeah. just Not just with drugs, just with anything that are going to bring you down. Toxic people. Get yeah. them out of your life. Exactly. If you see somebody's clearly using you, like if they're just coming around you know and they're just wanting something from you or or like like let's say they loan you ten dollars or something and then they're over here pressing you for it or whatever and shit like that i mean clearly these people aren't your friends because i just feel like when you when you're truly down with somebody you're down with that person oh, hey, yeah. oh hey man okay cool dude just get you know give me when you can or or hey man look dude you're fucking up you, you seriously i mean somebody that'll sit you down and get in your ass and a lot of people don't want to hear that no they don't and for a long time you're like man that motherfucker gets on my nerves what the fuck is it but that is a true friend oh yeah definitely i mean if someone if i hear someone fucking up especially you know if i care about them i'm gonna let them know be like hey what you're doing is fucking shady or it's making you turn out to be a huge asshole you gotta fucking quit yeah and you might be pissed at me for a day or two but i mean you're gonna get butt hurt you're gonna get over it and the next thing you know most of the times they're just like hey thank you for that real advice yeah exactly i've I've given it out i've received it so i mean and all them people have done that i mean i'm truly grateful that they were able to sit there and be like hey you're fucking up and i was like oh shit i am get my shit straight yeah i mean understand people that when 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 these people are trying to tell you this that those are the people that are really down oh yeah they're not trying to be your fucking mom your daddy they're looking out for you I can't tell you how many situations I wish I'd listen to people, oh, yeah. family, whatever. And you're going to be faced with a lot of situations where you're like, ah, which way do I go? Well, trust me, go with the guy that's telling you, hey, man, don't do this, or hey, man, your best interests are this. Something that they aren't going to benefit from, that they're just saying, hey, look, man, you know, look, I don't give a shit about me, but this right here will happen, or yeah. that you could get in trouble for this. Because those people are the people that are really down with you. And I've cut ties with a lot of people. Because a lot of people back when I was on drugs and, you know, I was over here robbing, you know, shit like that to get it. A lot of them motherfuckers, they, they were just wanting to get high. So, of course, yeah. they were like, yeah, man, you should do it. Yeah, go do that. Well, and I'm like, won't you fucking do it? Yeah. Oh, no, man, you got to. You know, it, it, those like, motherfuckers. And then them same fucking people will turn around and lecture you. Yeah, it's just yeah i mean yeah that's the shit that always got under my skin because a lot of my real friends showed me who they were back when i was in high school yeah. especially once i got pregnant and once that happened i literally went from like seven or eight friends down to two yeah jeremy and Kristen. i mean i had you know th- those those were my best friends at the time and then you know we had our acquaintances you know the band members and shit but yeah. None of them gave me advice the way, especially Kristen. I mean, she's sit there and she's been, she's looked at me. She'd be like, "Hey, what you're doing is fucking stupid. You need to fucking quit, or this and this is gonna happen." Yeah. And you know, I've gotten, I've she's lectured me like that. I've lectured her, but I mean, it's true friends like that, that you know. And whenever it comes to the people I'm really close with now, it's kind of it makes me feel weird because I'm I'm the youngest. Yeah. Out of basically our friend group. And whenever I give someone else advice, I'm like, listen, it's like, take this how you want it. I feel weird because, you know, you're like seven or eight years older than me, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you have this because this is what I've experienced. Take it how you want it. Yeah, well, it don't matter. And, and, and it don't matter if the shit you're lecturing somebody about, you've went through, done, yeah. experienced in your own life. I mean, 
trust me, man, at least listen to the advice. Sit down and really fucking think about it because, man, I can't tell you how many times where I've had that gut feeling. I've even had somebody assure me that I shouldn't be doing blah, 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 and my dumb ass still went and did it. Because there may be times in your life where you're desperate or whatever, and I'm telling you, like the shit Takashi was doing, all that, I'm telling you, man, that life ain't cool. You see where that life has led this motherfucker. Let's be honest. Let's say he don't snitch and he gets 10, 20 years. His career's over. Either yeah. way it goes, no matter how you look at this situation, Takashi's done. Because if he goes and does a few years, five years, people going to think he's a snitch. Yeah. If he goes over here and does 10, 20 years time he gets out ain't nobody gonna give a fuck about his music oh god no everybody's gonna be like oh so you're the dumbass with rainbow hair and a six yeah. nine tatted on your face that got caught yeah and all that fucking attitude has got is people just being like well that's what you get motherfucker let's move on to another artist like he fucked himself he here. really did and you can do the same in your life i'm telling you this gang banging selling dope everybody likes to take shortcuts and make that money but what does it really mean in the end if your dumb ass is locked up or dead? Oh, yeah. I it, mean, it don't mean shit. It don't mean shit. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Those people around you, Letty, they may, they could play a huge role oh, yeah. in how your life goes. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, especially, like, with us, I mean, we got kids. So, yeah. So we got that aspect we think about. If I think you're doing shady shit and I know my daughter's going to be with me every yeah. time I see you, bitch, bye. Bye, yeah. Felicia. Yeah, I ain't got exactly. nothing to do with you. Hey, I'm perfectly fine. I got you, a few other, very, like Ben and Mo, and my fiance and family, and hey, I'm good. Oh, yeah. I, you know, if I, you know, I, you know, I got a few other good friends, too, but other than that, I'm fine. I don't need this bullshit drama, and I went through it in my life. Believe me, I did it. I went through, I did dirt, and I ain't, pre, you know, judging anybody, but what I'm trying to tell you is them people around you, they could really influence you. Oh, yeah. in a negative way to do shit like there was times like when i was on drugs like the last it was like a last uh time before i the, the very last time i went to jail i got out and i was really wanting to change i didn't want to do no dirt and motherfuckers talked me in to going back down that road doing drugs again and shit like that and you know i did it yeah. because i i didn't cut ties with them people sometimes when people are doing that and you're wanting to change and be a different person you just got to walk away you ain't got to oh, yeah. be a dick and, and be say it to their face just be like hey man and and just kind of distance yourself from oh yeah people. i mean because most of the time if you got toxic people in your life and you start distancing yourself they're nine times out of the ten they're the people who they're not the ones who call you first. You're always the ones to call them first. And yep. if you're not making them calls and they ain't putting in the effort, you know, I mean, fuck them. Yeah. Then the trash will take itself out, basically. Yeah, you really. And a good friend will call you and check up on you. Oh, he yeah. don't want nothing from you. He don't want anything in return. And, and and they'll be there for you. And you pretty well know. I mean, and if you're a young person and you're coming up and you ain't sure, just trust me. It, it's not hard to figure these people out. I don't out. know. If, if you got a gut feeling that this person might be, you know, just being a piece of shit friend to you, you're probably right. And I used to do little tests like, oh, I'm going to see what this motherfucker says if I say this. Like, if he wants me to go over here and oh, do yeah. this. I, you know, and that may seem petty and ridiculous to some people, but it, it really saved my oh, ass yeah. a few times. Oh, yeah. Then little tests, you'll be like, hey, I'm thinking of going over here and scoring this. Yeah. What do you think of it? And they're just like, yeah, go fucking do it. You know, yeah. that's how you know 
get them out. Yeah, exactly. If they're just like, do you really want to do that? Are you sure you should be doing that? Yeah. You know, keep them keep them a little bit closer. Exactly. So in closing, guys, I mean, the best advice I could give you is really watch who you bring around you. And a lot of people, they're going to they're gonna be your best fucking friend. And those are the motherfuckers that will fuck you over first. Oh, Trust yeah. me, I've, I've had it done to me. I've seen it happen. And as time goes on, you kind of get a better understanding. And don't worry about, oh, man, I'm out here by myself, whatever. Hey, man, look, better to be by yourself than to be locked up dead in some dumb shit you don't want to be involved in. Ruin your life. Yeah, exactly. Just just learn that the people around you, they can make or break Oh yeah. Your, how your life turns out, really. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and one thing I've learned is you don't know true happiness, though your happiness by yourself. And then once you're happy being by yourself and you yep. start bringing in your closer, for, you get closer friends, then that's the way to go. All right, guys, that's going to do it for episode 31, Snakes in the Grass. As always, we, we want to hear your feedback. Oh, we yeah. want to hear the, the segments. We want to hear your guys' take on it. Again, we, we just want to thank you guys a lot for the 500 downloads. Here's to 500 more. Here's oh, we got to, five more, man. I just checked it before the yeah, show. We're up to yeah. 505, man. Oh, yeah, 505. Here's to 30 more episodes, lady. I'm loving the momentum oh, we got too, going man. on. Again, our condolences go out to you and your family Thanks, as you man. deal with these hard times. And to everybody listening to the show, thank you. Please go like all our social media pages. They will be with these show notes, as always, on our Podbean page. And comment on our Facebook, man. Just let, If you just want to bullshit, let us know. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, I'm going to go ahead and put my personal Snapchat on here. Because, yep. I mean, I haven't been getting on the Ready, Set, Show one that often. But go look me up. I'm Torment, T-O-R-M-E-N-T, 1210-1210. Every fucking time we record, I post on my story. Uh, I mean, if y'all want some updates, be free to send me a message on there. Just go check it out. I mean, that's what I'm normally on whenever I record. Yeah, actually, remind me to give you that info. But that's going to do it, guys. If you like us, share our podcast with your family and friends, man. Let's get the Ready, Set, Show podcast out there, man. We we love doing this show. And, guys, we are currently, real quick, in the works to getting a new mixer. Probably going to be looking at the first of the year. So, trust me, we are the equipment from everything we do on the show. We are improving. And we want to, again, one last time, thank you guys for all the support. Yeah, thank you all. For episode 31 of the Ready, Set, Show podcast, Snakes in the Grass, I'm DT. And I'm Letty. And remember, if you can't say anything nice, we will gladly say it for you. We out. Peace. Deuces.